You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of their naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. I feel like... Wait, is we recording? <laughs> Yo, we're using new software now, and it's too fancy for I us, know, so we get fucked up sometimes. <laughs> I like it says it says that word recording. Oh, dot, dot, oh, dot, dot. well, right, okay, that that makes sense. But like, it does this. Like, so the big red boxes is recording. <laughs> that one right there. <laughs> so, I just want to start off this podcast by saying. To those of you that did not look at our Instagram contest we were having today, um, or whatever day, whenever you listen to this, <laughs> we, had a, we had a contest where uh, we took the intro of the show and we played it and told people to guess which porn star it was that we got to record the intro. And I kind of want to read off some of the names. Yeah, I love the ambient fucking New York City sounds in the background. It's gorgeous. No, it's like a typical New York apartment. If the window's not open, it's like a thousand degrees in here. (laughs) It's true. It is really hot. Because fucking steam heat, man. Yeah. It's good for sex, though. Like, you can have sex in the winter and not worry about being cold. You know like how in the winter you don't want to take See, your clothes I off? See, I love being cold when I'm fucking because, like, there's always room to get warmer and uh, to get sweatier. And then also my nipples are always at attention when I'm cold. And then, yeah. therefore, like, I'm hornier by default. Like- I love being Dicks chilly. Dicks in cold yeah, weather see, like, are complicated. But I want to be cold. I want, like, all of the things that are bad for dicks are great for me. <laughs> like, drugs that are bad for dicks are great for me. Like, uh, you know. No, I see what you mean. Not that I necessarily, you know, do drugs. <laughs> all the time. No, okay. All right. Here are some of the guesses people said for this. I just want to read oh, some nice. of them. Jenna, meaning Jenna Jameson, which I was very uh, entertained by that. Mia Khalifa. Ron Jeremy, shout out to Steffi from Ireland. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Literally was convinced this was Ron Jeremy's voice. Um, Christy Mack, Johnny Sins, more dudes, Jesse Jane, Katie Cummings, Katie Morgan, Alexis Texas, Joanne Angel, Angela White, people are just naming people now, Bree <laughs> Olson, Alexa Texas again, Felicity Jade, and Marsha May. Um, and then finally, somebody guessed properly. Drum roll, please. <laughs> it's fucking me. Of course it is. I'm obviously Wait, my favorite porn star. The, the intro. Uh, you forgot we were talking no, about the no, intro. No, no, I, I thought somebody was fucking you in the intro. <sighs> no, we No. Sorry, I just swallowed weed. Nobody's fucking weird. <laughs> As I go from that voice to like... <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, <laughs> Anyways. How you like me now? I literally just swallowed so much weed. I'm such an idiot. Oh, nice. Hopefully that'll feel good in about 20 minutes. You guys want to listen to me spit on this podcast, right? Well, you just did. (laughs) This is good. We have to hashtag this spit. We're going to get a whole new following. Speaking of spit, this is speaking of spit, but I, I, um, so I had the place to myself this weekend and... It was funny because five minutes ago I was laying down on the couch and I was like, I don't want to record a podcast. And then all of a sudden I have so much to talk about. It's amazing. <laughs> so I had your place to myself this weekend, mm. which for those of you who don't know, I've had this place to myself in the past prior to you moving in. That's and it was like when there was no furniture, literally nothing. There was just like dust on the floor and a fan overhead. <laughs> and like 
I like set up there shop here there for like a he. month. But, yeah, well, there didn't even need to be here. It was hot as shit. But That's like, true. anyway, so I have like cool memories of this apartment, like before you moved in, of like me like having <laughs> sex all over this house and stuff. Nice. So anyway, so I made a bunch of content in your place and oh sweet um so i wanted to let you know that i pissed in your tub for a video <laughs> yes. but i cleaned it after not that you That's care okay. it was just pissed in the, like a few days before that so well yeah i mean i like let's be honest who doesn't piss when they take a shower anyways yeah no, like, no but really. i had a client in there like well right, was, right right yeah that yeah, was no. the whole scene so it, it's it's the piss bathtub really. but like i okay so somebody requested me to piss in my undies so like all my piss play videos uh, are just like me pissing wait, where are those undies or right pissing now? <laughs> on i washed them out and then i hung them up to dry oh. and then it I sounds like you could have sold them that way i just put them straight to baggy it was a lot of pee oh it, they so were <laughs> like okay i didn't realize how much like i had drank i was drinking a smirnoff ice by the way like this is my night this was my saturday night i made content and drank a smirnoff ice like i'm such a loser Excellent. so like um yeah so i had to pee really bad and i waited until i was done with all of my videos yeah. Like making all my other content to do the pee one, and of course, like after all my other content, I would, you know, like after you orgasm five hundred times, you have to pee. <laughs> so like between the Smirnoff ice and the like needing like post orgasm piss, my pee was insanity. Like it, it just like fills my underwear. Like they go from gray to like black. You know what I mean? Like wait, why the, is there the pee black? Piss, no, the underwear change color. Like they, they as they color? get as they get wet, you know, really? you've never seen something never go seen from this. gray to wet. Oh my God, I learn something new every week oh on this podcast. Oh my God. Should I show it to you? I yes. Think I show oh my it God, to you. you should totally show. Oh me. my God. Wait, yes. did you do a video of them changing color? Well, yeah. Here. Oh shit, I missed the whole point like... completely. Oh my God. Here, <laughs> like, look at how much I piss in this. Hold on, let's fast forward. Okay. Okay. P P. Okay. I'm getting ready. <gasps> so, okay, you think that's a lot? Hold on. Just wait. There's so much more. Wait, look at. Oh my. There's so much more. Look at all of that pee at the end. Wait, how big was the Smirnoff ice? Right. Look at how look at how much I'm peeing out of the sides of my underwear. Oh like, my god. It's insanity. That is a phenomenal. Wait. Well, that was wait, kind of a cool like wait, flip does it change back? thing. Oh wait. You no, really, no, no, no. Really like backwards it. and forwards. It was like oh wait, it turns, <laughs> it turns black and then gray. <laughs> Is it like the piss mood ring of underwear? Like, what the fuck? I love you so much. Holy shit. That was beautiful. And then I did bubble bath videos, and I did another jerk-off instruction video. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, so I, yeah, I made a lot of content in your house, and I came all over the house. Well, you know, production studios. My snail trail is everywhere. Oh, that's what that stands for. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Double your computer chair, if anything. <laughs> Uh -oh. That's okay, I put the pillow back down. Oh, good, good. <laughs> you won't see the That's what the pillows it. are for. <laughs> you don't want your butt cheeks to stick to the chair. <laughs> or my snail trail. Or your snail trail, for that matter. Yeah, so um, how was your weekend? It well, was you good. were away. You went away to DC, right? Yeah, I went to that mid Atlantic leather. Right. And. How was that? It was interesting. I've like never ceases to amaze me the ways in which queer men will find a way to have like the largest orgy ever. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Yeah. It was, you know, like I'm not big on like. I don't know. Like, I like the idea of the exhibitionism behind the wearing leather because it just seems to be all about showing off as much skin as you can and kind of wait was this an all dude event 
No, there were actually women there. So it's Why not. do you say actually? You were expecting all dudes? There was a heavy concentration of men. So okay. there was very, like, I, I saw maybe, uh, well, and, you know, I should be fair. I do not know if their identification was was woman. I, I actually don't know. Like, there were female presenting individuals there in leather garb, you know. So mm-hmm. there were also a lot of vendors. So it was unclear to me, like, it didn't seem that there was any gender requirement or like oh, okay. exclusion going on. If you were interested, it seems like you could. Just I wasn't buy a sure if it was like targeted as like you know. I don't think so. And like so, the, it was the hotel closed down completely. It was for this event only. It was a huge hotel in DC, and like tons of leather guys walking around with their asses hanging out and jock straps and like. That's I mean, awesome. It was very interesting. There were like demonstrations of like you know kind of leather BDSM stuff. There were so in like their each of like their little conference like <laughs> rooms, you could go to like oh here exactly watch you know do the ropes exactly. and do this and do that. Uh, lots of drinking. <laughs> um, I didn't drink that much that weekend. It just it seems to me that like to keep the my like the sexual energy going like it would be a little bit more fun to remain sober and like actually take in all of these like naked yeah. guys but anyways I like well you're not one that needs like lubricant no. to express your you know. exactly you know so we like tasted that and then went to this tasted like that. like wonderful like old school bear-ish bar or bear happy hour I was unclear like exactly the definitions of some of the places but um, it was basically a wonderful party with like you know clothing check and all that stuff and uh you know, a bunch of bears and lovers of bears uh, scantily clad and dancing it up. So that was cool. We did Dancing that. bears. Dancing <laughs> bears. We did that for a while. It was pretty sexy. And then we went to this party with a couple of these DJs and let's see, what was it? It was called like the Needle Exchange or something. Um, it was in this great art space and it was like another... Kind of clothing-esque optional or scantily clad. People were barely wearing stuff. And there was, like, a room where people could... Like, kind of House of Yes-ish style, you know? Like, a dance club with, like, blurry boundaries. (laughs) Understood. But it was cool, because it was heavily, like, a consent-based thing. And they, it seemed to be, like... An interesting convergence of the people that were in town for the leather thing, but like the local, like kind of queer and art scene was showing up for it too. Something a little naughty and like multi-gendered and multi-sexualityed kind of event. So nice. that that was really steamy hot, and it was hot. Period. Like literally very hot. Like apparently, if you're gonna dance in a room barely wearing clothes, the temperature needs to be really hot on a cold winter night. Sweat fest is what I'm saying. So that sounds like something you'd leave and like get a cold from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should definitely. I'm such an old lady. You should definitely wipe it off before going out into the chill. Yeah, they had showers, so you know there's that. Yes. Yeah, so it was a cool time. I mean, like, I guess if you'd stayed at the hotel, like, it was funny from outside the hotel, you could see up in a couple of the rooms, and of course, like, these queens all have their freaking windows open, so you can see them. They're all on display in their leather outfits in the windows. That's hot. Like, small little hotel rooms with, like, 20 barely clad guys in them, so... I'm sure if you stayed at, at a certain time, like, they only let guests of the hotel up into the rooms, like, until 5 o'clock... 
like they kind of let you mingle. There's not a lot of surveillance going on as such, but then they start checking people at the elevators to make sure you're staying there or you're with a guest of the hotel. Ah, I see. Interesting. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I definitely didn't really know of this event before. I mean, I had heard of it. I had had friends that had gone in the past and it sounded interesting, but not really up my alley. So, you know, but it was cool. It was sexy. So that's up my alley. Sexy sounds fun. Yeah. I haven't been to like a fetish or leather or anything like expo in a while. Yeah. I'm definitely down to go again just because it's fun to like, it's so out of my own element. You know what I mean? Like, we should go. I mean, if people want to, like, sponsor us for an event and get us a table, that would be cool, too. We'll show up and, you know. Yeah, we'll work your table. Yeah, whatever. Come say hi. Come talk to us. Come talk dirty to us. Answer our questions. <laughs> I just want to probe people with the what's your favorite fetish until I die. You just want to probe people? Well, that too. With their consent, of course. Give <laughs> Um. Okay, so we... Shall we? We've had some lingering reviews. Shall we, like, sure. get those out of the way? Cue them up. Um, can you, do you have them on your I don't know. other Let's thing take a look in a book. Cool. So, you know, we didn't get a lot of submissions, and I, I hope, I feel like, I, I hope I didn't discourage people too much from sending in. It's just, I, you can send them in, I just don't want to, like, review them every single week, you know? Like, we want to keep this a fair and balanced <laughs> media outlet. <laughs> but this week, I think we have, you know, like, a couple submissions. Alright, hold on, sorry, I'm not in the right email. Ah, uh, too many emails for this organization. But, uh, Hold on. let's see, let's see, what, what's a filler? Uh, 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 I, I danced with this really hot guy at the, the all night thing, that was kind of fun. Like, anybody who will, like, come up and say hi and then, like, lick the sweat off your, like, body is pretty hot. That's hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I don't leave the house enough. <laughs> Alright, this is the first one. Flipper from Chicago is like to be rated by you both. Ooh. I think they meant I'd like to be rated by you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's a good looking dick. Yeah. Nice. What would you give us? Um, I would give that like a 8.5. I like the side angle. I, I like, I think. I don't know. You're definitely the harder of the two of us. I always zoom in. I mean, like, if I can see, like, flaws with, like, your shave job and shit like that. I'm Fair sorry. Enough. Like, Fair enough. I don't know. I don't keep hair in my... It, my my pictures are either hairy or shaved. Like, I don't know. Right, 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 Not, like, right. a hack job. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Not that this is a hack job. It's I'm not, not a hack job. This, but, it's, but I see what you mean. I don't know. I zoom in. I'm a zoomer. What yeah. can I say? Remember that, boys, when you're sending your pics. I mean, it's a big zoomers. dick, though. It's it like a really big dick. I like the aesthetic. The shaft is nice. The head is nice. I think it's it's got a good look to it. Yeah, I mean, what else? I'd give it like an eight. All right, cool. What else we got? Thank you. Thank you for your submission. Flipper. <laughs> flipper. Wait, flipper. Is that like what is it? You think that this means? is a super long? I don't feel like reading this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, sorry. This it's, is really long. Is there anything to highlight? I don't know. For some reason, I'm nervous that someone is trying to, like, 
come like pretend like they're multiple people mm. and sending in multiple different submissions under these fake names. That would be super creepy. Um, I hope that's not only the case. because I feel like I'm reading the same tone and vibe in some uh, of these messages. Interesting. So now I'm kind of like I don't feel like fucking reading them. I mean, maybe I'm wrong and call me out if I am, but like I, I mean, think I, I don't am. Know. Uh, and I think the person will know who I'm talking about because I'm not gonna read their submission. It's the only other one we have. So. All right. Fair enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that out there. I personally think that this is a fake account and they're trying to troll us and sending us other people's pictures. Honestly, but I'm not sure. So, show show me proof somehow. Maybe like hold up a sign with this at the screw podcast in your hand. Like we're not gonna put it anywhere. Just show it to us yeah, with your face fair. in it or like. That's fair. Well, you know, because your handle or something. Let me say this, you know, as two people that like do a lot of sex work, we have like. I mean, listen. A gauge for vibes. I have had multiple fake woman accounts, and man account, like males and females, fake accounts, messaging me about fetishes and paraphilias and with their nudes and wanting to me to degrade them and things like that and. While I'm obviously on board for that, if I believe it to be true, it's not necessarily like, it, I don't know, like if it's all, I don't know, like there's, I've been, I've been faked out before and I'm no longer, I don't know, like I, I'm no, no longer prone to it. Like I really don't believe people anymore. Like I don't yeah. believe you are you sometimes. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. show me proof, this person, you know who you are, show me proof that you aren't this fake profile that keeps sending us different messages from different fake people, and uh, I will read your, I will read your message and then rate your picture that you send. But Fair. before that, I'm not doing it. I'm not yeah, entertaining I know. it. I, I support that. And I've spoken now for too long about it, so let's move on. <laughs> What's the next subject? No, I mean, I don't like no, people yeah, wasting yeah. my fucking time, man. You Actually, know? Like, this listen, is a- I'm a fucking sex worker, period, point blank. When I look at pictures and I give you a rating for free, that's a waste of my fucking time if you're playing games with me. Yeah. I don't do this shit for free. I don't look at dicks all day for free. Right. I get fucking paid to do this. This is my fucking job and I take my time seriously and the time I spend on this podcast I take seriously. This isn't a fucking joke. So at the end of the fucking day, don't come at us and try to fucking talk shit under a fake profile, fucking try to get us to say things under a fake... Like, fuck you. If you're real, you'll prove it. And I'm sorry for accusing you if you're not real. The end. Or if you are real. Sorry for accusing you if you are real. If you are real, sorry. Yeah. Whatever. Fix my... Uh, yeah. No, no, <laughs> I'm no. not a real. Actually, whatever. so this is actually a great segue because uh, we wanted to talk about this uh, this creepy new fucking Netflix show. Yeah, called You. You. <laughs> no, you. Yeah, you. You. No, you. Yeah. you. I like how you're like, oh, we should talk about you. And I was like, me? <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> so, okay. Anybody, I, I don't know, this might be spoilers. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about some of the things that happened in the show. You know what? This show is fine to spoiler alert because it does some things in a way that you really have to watch it to get, you have to watch the whole thing to get the actual feeling. Like, there's nothing we can say that would, like, I think diminish the kind of effect of the show, I have to say. Okay, well, what are your first thoughts on the show overall? We've wa- we've now watched the entire season. Well, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind, I mean, like, I'm reminded a little bit of, like, you know, I mean, obviously it's a classic anti-hero thing, 
Because, like, it's, like... Well, it's not really a classic one, Well, but. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it tries to but, follow but a classic, But I think you things like, like yeah. The Sopranos or whatever, where you, root, like, find yourself rooting for somebody that's not actually the best human being True, in the world. True, yeah. You know? But then you, like, put that with, like, all of these, like, bizarre questions you find yourself asking about what does it mean to be the best person, like, the, like a good person in the world, you know? So the show is really good at, like... Conflicts of morality, which you know, probably get torn apart for saying this is even a conflict of morality. At the base, no, like this guy is, you know, you'll see, you know, he's not the best person in the world, but like he makes these compelling arguments that definitely make you scratch your head. And like, you know, he has these kind of insights about people that you find really difficult. And he's also a fucking stalker and a sociopath. Sure. But then we find out later that there's a reason that he's, like, whatever, like, whatever predisposition he had to becoming a cuckoo, he, that was turned on when the person who took him in as a kid ended up being an abuser. Yeah. And so he then later found himself in the same path, sort of, and then... Abusing you know, others on some level. Uh, uh, yeah, on multiple levels. Very high level. Yeah, I don't care. Spoiler alert. He fucking kills people. So, like... Yeah. But, like, you then find yourself being, like... the the. I feel like the layer of it that was really, like, intriguing to me is that... I don't know. Parts of it you were, like, kind of, like... Oh, yeah. You were, like, rooting for the relationship to work. Even though you knew he was, like, bad for this person. But she kind of was bad for him, too. Like, she was kind of crazy, you know, quote-unquote well, crazy in return. But the cool part is that you see the the difference, the dichotomy of like, here is somebody in a relationship who has jealous tendency, like the female, for example, the woman. Here's somebody who might have jealous tendencies, might be looking into some background, might, you know, lurk around. And and when he doesn't want her, she gets a little like obsessed with him. Okay, those are all like fair things that happen to a lot of us in relationships. On his side, he has all of that plus the inability for someone to go near and get in the way of this relationship with this other person, including that person. So he then has to then ruin their life and kill them, essentially, in order to, like, you know, satiate whatever need in him where it's like, if if I can't have you, no one else will ever. Well, and it's also trying to create this, like, perfect scenario, right? He's... He's got it in his mind, like, every man who's ever thought, like, he knows what's, like, perfect for another person. That if if all of these things look like this, you will succeed, and you will like me, and you will appreciate me for the part I've played in your success, you know? Right. There's this very, like, your problem is that you just don't, like, you're, you don't know what to do for yourself, you know? And I really like that there's this, like... N- you know, when I think of, like, these movies, like, these suspense things, these shows where, like, you know, there's a victim or something, and you don't, like, end up learning too much about them, and this, like, thing gives you so much insight into the object. Well, right, this... they also change the narration. So, right. first it starts where he's narrating, then she's narrating, then they're both narrating, then no one's narrating. So, yeah. it, it changes from episode to episode, and sometimes throughout one episode, so... It gives you backstories and insight into why people are acting the way they are. It was creepy and eerily similar to parts of my life in some ways. Where people got like right. overly obsessed with me and became stalkers of me. Yeah. And in ways where like I never did anything 
to create that like I you know not that like you deserve your own stocking but you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. there were certain things where like I did everything right I followed every rule if you will in the book of how to not create a stalker right like how sure. to get how to not like string people along yeah. how to not make them believe there's hope blah 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 and they still became a stalker right. because of the inability to let go so like I identified with this fucking movie and so, and also truth zone I also identified in like the like crazy relationship ways I was like Oh, some of these things that they're saying to one another, like in their cuckoo moments, like I somewhat relate to. Oh, yeah. it's I weird because I can be a little bit fucking cuckoo in a relationship. I, I'm, a, I'm people like I'm the girl everybody thinks they want to date, and then as soon as they have like a taste of it, two weeks in, and realize that if you like crinkle a bag in my presence, I will fucking snap <laughs> and break your fucking neck and like lose it on you. Yeah. So like legitimately. I am a fucking monster. So, like, you know, people don't realize, you know, I, so I can relate to this. I have I those, th- like, I think that's moments. what made it crazy is it, like, like, or, or suspenseful was that it encapsulated that kind of, like, I think lingering whatever fear that people have about do I ever really know the person I'm dating, you right. know, like, it does that in a very, like, different both way than of them, most of them. Both of them are, like, you know, hiding these things from one another. Yeah, but, like, that was the amazing thing, is that the, the like, kind of backlog of secrets, obviously his were way more horrific, right. his were kind of run-of-the-mill, like, But he tried to blame her, yeah. he tried to blame his on the fact that she needed these things. Right. And it's like, whoa, motherfucker, once again, man... Take a step aside and don't tell a woman what she needs or believe well, that you yeah. know. That was you know my I mean? my favorite part was her kind of like <laughs> resistance back to some of the things that he was saying. Yeah, was when he was like, like when she was face to face with him to be yeah. able to say like, she's just like it's my mess to make a mess of like yeah. that you've like taken away my control over these things Once like again, it's all power right it's like there's no natural handling of this like one didn't get here by, you know, on my own, you know, right. you manipulated everything, you right. know? And I mean, so, yeah, I, I thought what I liked about it was, like, like not the, not that it's fantastical to have a soccer, but obviously this, this, this whole premise, and I think we'll leave that part out because it's interesting to find out, like, it's not this typical soccer story, right? Like, it's, it's very atypical in things that, like, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe that actually worked, kind of thing. Like, you find yourself saying that a lot. And But what is, like, becomes uh, more meat of it is this guy, for all intents and purposes, seems like a compassionate, moral person who is interested in helping, like, the poor and the sick and the infirm. He has all of these, like, really great, like, everybody likes him. He's a little quiet well, and a little weird. Okay, Ted Bundy worked sure. at a rape counseling fucking hotline. <laughs> right. You know, like, he helped little old ladies cross right. the fucking street. But what I'm saying, not everybody And he was also a- stood outside windows and jerked off to women who he then later killed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But every- And then went back to their bodies when they were sitting in the woods and re-raped them even though they were dead. Right. He was a necrophile as well. Just adding that to the story. I'm just saying, like, there's levels... <laughs> it was not, not that this is a laughing matter. No, no, no. Like, the like parallels to Ted Bundy were very, very, very similar. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like if Ted Bundy played the long game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Ted Bundy was more of, like, a one-and-done, like, got his yeah. quick fix. I just meant, like, he, like not everybody was a potential victim to this guy. He was... Right. What, what, what but this, that's all sociopaths. But all serial killers navigate through life, and sociopaths navigate through yeah. life, collecting 
family and friends yeah. that truly believe they're good people. Right, but he also represents that like complexity in everyday people too, right? Like, well, not- like he almost, for example, he almost got caught by the cops. He had fucking a, a list of supplies to rid the world of a body, right. and because he was this nice. You know, quiet, like, meek dude who was like, oh, I have a garden in the back. They were like, oh, we're unsuspecting of him, you know? That's associate. Those are people... The thing is, is, like, the craziest people in the world you you usually don't know are crazy. Or I should say the most violent or whatever. You usually don't know it ahead of time, you know? The very small percent you might, but... Yeah, well, and I mean, also, just, like, the subtle things, if you didn't know he was a killer, you would just think he was a complicated person. He was flawed, right? The way he explains away some of these, like, subtle things that have happened are very believable, right? It's like, oh, I did this because, and, like, you know, because of an insecurity or because of this. Like, his excuses Well, he tries to rationalize that there's something smaller at work instead of this... Right you know, past abuse that he's never right. com- obviously And actually knowing what he's actually done, it's like, yeah, that all makes sense. Like, you know, to react that way because of X, Y, and Z. Right. But like, if you're actually killing people, obviously, but like, I mean, it's like, they do good at like, just making it close enough to home for an everyday person to be like, wait a minute. Like, and then it's fun. Am I capable of this? At the beginning, you're like, okay, this guy's legit crazy. But then toward the end, you start to believe that, like you start to believe some of his lies yourself. Right. You're like, whoa, oh, maybe he didn't kill that girl. And maybe he didn't do this. And maybe he right. didn't do that. Or, oh, I get it. What, you know, you start to sympathize with him way more. And yeah. it's fun because basically what happens is that you become the captor I mean, you become the the captive, and you almost so like he weird. almost get like a Stockholm syndrome in the phone yes, while watching yes. the movie yourself. Definitely, that. like you become in love with your own captor because he's yep. your captor in the movie. Yeah, no, it's you're weird. That that's that is a, you definitely. That's what I was trying to explain. Absolutely, but you know, like there was once again parallel to Ted Bundy. Even after he was convicted, women were still showing up to prison to fuck him. He was a charming man, and he could talk his way into anything. You know what I mean? Like, th- this well, is- like look at all the people that like still like, or like, swoon over Manson, Manson and Dahmer yeah. and all of those dudes. Yeah, I know people. Yeah, I know. People got problems. <laughs> well, it's one thing to be intrigued and interested by that. It's another thing to be in love with it. It's right. you know. I mean, I like some of the subtle, the last like sociopathic kind of stuff was like... But the thing is, is, can we really say it's another thing to be in love with? No, they're manipulative, cunning, charming men. Of course it makes sense for people. That that was my point. I I wanted to... I sat on that for a second. I'm like, wait, I don't want it to sound like I'm judging anyone who falls for a person like this because this is how it happens. This is why abuse happens. Absolutely. Even in the subtle forms. You know what was really interesting is in the same token he was taking care of the son of a next door neighbor who was being abused by her man in an overt way right this guy is manipulative and abusive in the mental way at first and And can't compare the two either because that sees no overlap he doesn't understand exactly he he's like he doesn't understand that she is like she is a cap she is being held captive the exact same way he's holding his fucking victims captive right the same way and somehow doesn't see the parallels yeah and that's what's so interesting yeah, I mean the writing was pretty. Writing on the show, he, was you know, and you know why he doesn't see the parallels because of his socioeconomic status. He doesn't see the parallels because there isn't a child involved. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a, there's differences that 
he can he can put he can put a distance in. You know, it's very yeah. interesting. I mean, the, the sh- it's definitely worth watching. Um, yeah. Trigger warning for sure. There's lots of triggery stuff yeah. in it, especially if you've ever been stalked or held against your will. There's it's definitely very triggery. But if that's something that you're willing you want to watch, not willing to. If it's something you want to watch, I definitely suggest it because it's very interesting. Yeah, the show does um, a really good job at... And they uh, set up a, a second season for us. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely about. coming back. And it, it just it does a really good job at the softer things, too. You know, it has you, you know, it has you kind of, like, analyzing some of your everyday insecurities and the thoughts and the things you think, you know, in, in, in a way that, like, is unexpected. You know, some of the stuff that his internal dialogue sounds like everyday thoughts some of us have. Why Why is this person making this decision? Why are they doing something that's bad for themselves when we, we can see it's clearly right. bad and for them? and then even in moments when, like, okay, he gets cheated on, for example, like, the way he acts out, wouldn't we sort of all want to act out yeah, that way? Yeah, exactly. sure, but do we? Right. No, because the difference between a sociopath and someone that isn't is the ability to know when you stop. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, when you can't, when you cannot actually understand when it's time to stop yep. and draw the line that's that's the, you know where the issue lives are we even recording yeah <laughs> i don't see anything moving on the screen i know so we're not one of those podcasts where we're always asking <laughs> are we recording are we recording i should probably just leave that up to you my yeah. manager well i don't know i mean it may or may not happen so so anything else going on in your world like any exciting I don't know what else is on the list. I don't think I have anything else on the list. We don't have anything else on the list. No, I don't do sex anymore. You don't do sex anymore. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of like in a space where I want to have like some interesting interactions. Like sexual in nature, but also like intellectual in nature. I feel you. You know? Yeah. yeah, like I haven't been feeling like the throwaway size. Probably yeah. it's seasonal too. Winter, some people their libido goes up in the winter, not me. Mm. I'm all set. My the dead of summer and the dead of winter, I'm good. When my it's libido too cold, doesn't fluctuate too, too much, but I definitely like. Well, it, it goes hand in hand with my just general depression, you know? Mm. And my seasonal depression is yeah. pretty abundant. Makes sense. It's been like, so gray out lately, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, I need sun. Yeah. I should probably just move. I need something. Yeah, I something, need something. some dick. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't want any dick. I'm the worst. Nah, you're wonderful. The worst porn star sex podcaster ever. Nah, it's great. People gotta be real. It's not all sex all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck bitches, get money. <laughs> <laughs> Just get money, how about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Alright, well, thanks for tuning in. And yeah. we got some good shit coming for you in the next couple weeks, so... Yeah, definitely be on the lookout. We're gonna have some, like, merch and stuff, so... Yeah, and more contests. We're doing some collaborations. Um, and my pins cool will be ones. out soon, yay! Yay, pussy pins! Yay. Pushy pussy pins! Woohoo! Alright, well, Bye. peace, love, and a hard one. Talk to you soon.